0: podcast city network hi everyone i am your host mark the shark retorto and welcome to the mark the shark mma show where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of mma to we will review the most recent and upcoming events in mma news in each episode the format may be changed but you will always be entertained there will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the click the support button found at anchor.fm/slash mark the shark MMA show. And that's mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action, thriller, suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com paperback version only on barnesandnoble.com, and the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on amazon.com and paperback format on both amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. And a hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. All right, guys, we're back on the show, and I just wanted to make a quick announcement. Um, both me and my daughter put, published some new books. They are now available on Amazon, currently just now in paperback, but um, they will be available in Kindle format soon, in audiobook book format soon. My book is called Marcus the Vampire, and my daughter Christina's book is called A Little Bit Louder. Um, you can get them now at www.ritortofamilybooks.com, that's R-I-T-O-R-T-O, familybooks.com, or Amazon, Um, I actually just finished doing an interview with Ed Pizzini um, with his podcast called Business Conversations. I will include a link to that podcast interview in the description notes of this episode. Listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. All right, guys, we're back on the show today. We had a special guest, MMA fighter Jackson Henson. How you doing, Jackson?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Good, good. So, where are you from, Jackson?
1: Oh man, um, I'm from all over the place. So, uh, I was born in uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Uh I started there when my dad was uh training for the Olympic team. So he moved around quite a bit and uh that's just where my parents end up, ended up having me. So I was in Norman, moved to PA, um New York, Georgia, Missouri, California, bunch of places. I've been I've been pretty much all over the country, man. So just, where are
0: you at, at? Where are you at now?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm in St. Charles. Oh, okay. Yep, yep.
0: And your dad is it was an Olympic medalist, right?
1: In wrestling? Yes, sir. Yep, yep. He uh he took silver in the Olympics. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I've been wrestling my whole life. So, I've been kind of preparing myself to fight for a long time, so
0: Did you ever try to go the Olympic route or
1: um I've thought about it um I mean I just I don't know I guess I kind of I don't know how I'd describe that um I don't know it was just different I felt like I didn't really want to wrestle anymore and uh I was gearing towards something else so and it just happened to be MMA so okay yeah yeah I think there's probably
0: a bright. I mean the Olympics like once you you know it's not like
1: it's tough. That grind, that grind's no joke. Just get, cause they're wrestling all the time. They're not, uh, you know, I mean, there's no downtime. They're they're going overseas. They're going to horrible places to wrestle too. Just like, uh, I don't no. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then I I see that you you fought at uh, Shamrock FC.
1: Yes, sir. Let me ask you a question: Is that
0: owned by any of the Shamrocks, like Frank or Ken?
1: No, it's owned by uh, Jesse Finney. Jesse Finney's the owner. A lot of people think that, but yeah, I thought that too before uh, I signed, or before uh, I started fighting for him. But yeah, they're uh, they're, uh, the uh, the owner's Jesse Finney. He's from uh, St. Louis. He has a gym called Finney's MMA. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Pick that name because it's. It destroys you off, because I'm like, is this thing owned? by, you know, because I'm like on a website.
1: Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah, you, I, it's weird. You'd think that too. That
0: <laughs> yeah, I would. You know, if, it were, if I had my own, it'd be like you know Shark yeah. Tank or something. Yeah, you know. Sure. <laughs> so you're in a Shark Tank now. So I'm just gonna drill you with questions. So how was it like growing up with an Olympic athlete? I guess you had
1: no choice to put the go into wrestling, right? I mean, yeah. Um, well, actually, my dad did not want me to wrestle when I was a kid. He he tried to get me to do all kinds of different stuff. So uh, it was actually I I really wanted to wrestle. Just I mean, being around it all the time, you're like that's you see people getting thrown and like people are freaking uh, pushing each other every day just to get better. It looked cool and it looked like something I wanted to do. So.
0: Oh, okay, and in, and your fights right now you're two and zero. That's as an amateur, right?
1: Yep, as a amateur.
0: Now yep. I do see that a lot of the fighters, from that organization, are going to Bellator. It seems like.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, yeah. He has a lot of good fighters coming out of there. We have a couple of good guys. Uh, one dude I know he's in Bellator. He wrestled for my dad actually. Uh, Johnny Eblin. He wrestled in Missouri for my dad. So he's pretty good and he fought in Shamrock. Okay. Yep. Okay.
0: Now are you looking to like I guess I guess it's kind of convenient, right? Cuz you you're you live there, right?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, it's all, it's it's perfect. It's uh I mean, Je- uh, me and Jesse talked before. Me, my dad and Jesse all talked before uh we decided to do this and uh we planned on fighting for for him just because he I mean, He's got, he's had good guys come out of there, and he uh, is friends with all the guys, like uh, all the owners from Bellator and big organizations like that. So it yeah, just think, works out well. I think
0: that's just like convenient because you're there, you don't have to travel. Oh, yeah. With other guys, they got to travel all over the place. And what oh, a yeah. lot of people don't realize is like, you know, the casual fan is just going to be like, oh, it's just the UFC. Maybe if they're a little smarter. They know about Bellator yeah there's a lot of like even just on the like not just on amateur but in the professional there's a lot of uh other professional promotions out there
1: oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah that aren't even like that
0: well known. like i think the pfl is getting a little bit more well known now yep Yep. yeah Um, that's
1: by couture i think right i don't know if he no
0: it's it's I, from what I heard, it's the same people that did World Series of Fighting. I guess they just reorganized. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it made it more of a, tor- they made it a tournament format because the World Series of Fighting wasn't.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: but it's, it's, it's the same. The, one of the guys that, I don't know if he's representative or president, he used to be on World Series of Fighting. I forget the guy's name, but it's the same guy. Now, with the Shamrock FC, do they have a professional circuit there as well?
1: um yeah they yep they do professional too so uh they uh i'll probably do i mean i don't know uh i just plan on having a bunch of amy fights just to get better and then eventually move professional but um they uh yeah they have a tough professional circuit too they that's that's where they send their uh or once you after you finish the uh professional circuit you get they usually move their guys on the Bellator, like uh, Johnny and people like that. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I wonder how that works out. Does the guy represent you when you go to a different organization? So you just get a piece of the pie, or are you on your uh, own?
1: No, no, I would have my own, like, uh, I'd have my own manager, my own management. Like, uh, my dad does all my manage- my management with my fights and stuff. Okay. So, yeah I just keep my my people okay now how does
0: that work with Shamrock FC because I know like a lot of the um the ones that I've seen people get like on a local circuit here in Jersey they get like a like um they, it's kind of like easy for them to get to fight for you know the organization's belt usually it's like one or two fights if you win and especially if you're at a light lighter Uh, weight class because there's not too many people at that weight class so they do like one or two um fights and if they win then they're fighting for the belt i've even seen it where
1: oh yeah they do deals like like that maybe one like
0: you know like somehow Mm -hmm. the guy got the fight and then at the end of the night they got a belt i mean like because you're on 210 now like how are you on track to get like the uh, amateur belt for your weight class or
1: um I do not I have not even really looked into that. Okay. But um uh, I do, I just I mean I planned on having at least 5 to 6 amateur fights before I take my first professional fight. That was what Yeah, I mean
0: even at the amateur circuit you could still win a belt,
1: right? Uh, I think so. I I haven't really looked into it too much, but um I yeah, i haven't thought of that.
0: Yeah, you may want to look into that because I know like yeah. here in um, I'm pretty sure there's an organization, I think it's called Dead Serious or something. I'm pretty sure they're not pro. And there was another one called Asylum Fight League here in Jersey. I don't even know if they're still around. That was like, a couple of years ago. But you know, they would give belts and they were yeah. All yeah, right. It seems like Shamrock from what I'm seeing on there. Props to them guys. Hopefully, if they hear me, hopefully I get the on here to do an interview with me, but anyway, for what I see on the website, it looks like they're pretty uh, pretty well
1: organized. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he does his stuff good
0: yeah, so what made you decide I mean I know you know coming up with the caliber of uh, athleticism in your family, the competitiveness is there. What made you choose MMA? As opposed to, let's say, some other sport, like, you know, like, you, you know, your father was an Olympic wrestler, but let's say, like, professional boxing or, or Thai boxing. What um, made you
1: choose MMA? Well, uh, my dad, when uh, I was eight years old, my, it's like my first UFC fight. I think it was Chuck and Vanderlei Silva. It okay. was like the first live one I watched. And uh, my dad, because my dad was training Chuck Liddell, so I watched him like walk out with Chuck and stuff. But I was watching like all those uh, a bunch of fights on like the prelims and stuff, and um, I saw a dude on top of somebody just pounded, pounding, pounding them, and uh, like with his uh, like with his hooks in, and I was like, oh man, if I could do that in wrestling, it'd be over. And that that was pretty much I don't know. I always thought this was. I was made to made to fight so and, I know. and and how old are you now? I'm 20. Did you and you went to college or did you just did you skip? No, I have, I did not.
0: Okay, yeah, cuz I was going to ask you did you wrestle in
1: college? I was going to and then um a bunch of stuff happened. My dad was at West Virginia. Uh we didn't get he, or he didn't get signed back there. So I just I really wanted to, like, wrestle for him. That was kind of my goal. And, and
0: your, uh, college, your dad, like, a wrestling coach at a college or something?
1: Yeah, he was, a, he was the head coach at uh, West Virginia University. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yep. Yep. So, I was planning on wrestling for him there, but um, that didn't work out. So, then I went to uh, – I went this route.
0: Okay. Now, wh- what um, <clears throat> gym are you out of?
1: Uh, St. Charles MMA.
0: Oh, Okay,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's got a lot of good fighters out of there. Now how did oh, you yeah. find out about them? Was it from your father or
1: uh actually uh Josh Sampo. Uh my dad, I think my dad knew him because uh he's coaching or he coaches at my dad's uh, high school here. Okay. Because my dad's from St. Louis, so uh he uh he my dad texted him said we're looking for like a MMA gym. And then uh, he hooked us up. He and we've been training there ever since. So,
0: okay. Then your dad was like all for it. Like he wasn't like, no,
1: son, I don't, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to get hurt. Uh, no, he liked liked you like it. To get a white collar job. Oh, and- right, I told, <laughs> I told him I wanted to do this for a while. So he's known.
0: <coughs> I'm sorry, I like,
1: shit. Oh, you're shit. good, man.
0: got to drink some water. <laughs> <clears throat> Something went down the wrong pipe.
1: Oh, that sucks.
0: Yeah. <coughs> All right. I'm better now. <laughs> <laughs> so he was supportive and he was, you know, so that's good. I mean, I guess, for, you know, knowing <coughs> he's coming from that background. He's like, yeah, my son's going to do something combative related. Yep. Yep. <coughs> now, so you gonna get <coughs> a couple more amateur fights in the plan go pro hopefully
1: you're thinking about six yeah that's the plan that's the plan um i want to do some boxing too that's my next that's probably gonna be my next fight <laughs> just to get my stand up better because i've I to, a lot of that
0: with a lot of the guys that have been interviewing lately mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: i'm
0: sorry i find Are that kind of interesting that a lot of them don't just do mma they do a lot of amateur boxing as well, well
1: yeah, well, since I come from like a wrestling background, uh, that's probably like, or that's definitely the uh, the area I need to work on the most is my striking. And, and uh, with like MMA fights, I can just take people down and use my wrestling, and where I'm not, I'm not using my hands at all. Or uh, like in a boxing match, I can't do that. I can't, I can't grab their legs or take them down or in, or get them to the ground. It's all on my feet.
0: Okay. And then, but like what I find out is like, you know, everybody cross trains, but what I'm yep. finding really interesting yeah. is they're actually competing
1: in yep.
0: boxing. Yeah. Some of them are winning like the local areas, like Golden Gloves.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's the way to go, too, I think. I like, uh, I always, or I think cross trainings, I mean, it just gets your mind off of your, uh, your normal sport you're not doing the same thing every day you're going in there and you do something different even with like wrestling I do like basketball or something for like conditioning just to get my mind off of wrestling now let me ask you a
0: question because I noticed like you know when you're just doing boxing you getting hit are you do you like getting hit because I know some people don't like getting hit um, like oh. See, when they do their MMA match, they like they they don't look at the punch.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I mean, they're in a cage.
0: Don't get me wrong. You know, they they're they're yeah. still giving them credits for that, but you can kind of tell that they don't like the strike.
1: Um. I mean, I don't really mind it. I guess. I mean, I don't think anybody really likes. I mean, there might be some sick people that like getting hit, but I don't necessarily like getting hit I mean it doesn't phase me really that much though like uh when I'm sparring if I'm in a hard uh, sparring session and uh we're throwing hands I'm not really gonna react to someone's like punch like you're not gonna I mean unless it's a good like liver shot or something where it's gonna drop me but uh you're not gonna really be able to tell that I'm or that I got hurt. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Because I boxed a little bit when I was younger. And I, yeah. Because I always wanted to learn just to learn. But to be yeah. honest, dude, I did not like getting
1: hit. I, yeah. I get it. I get you know, it. Let
0: me, and there, and even with, within that headgear with the gloves, I mean, yeah. it helps a little bit, but it doesn't really do that much. I actually <laughs> prefer to score without the headgear, to be honest
1: Yeah. Yep. I would, I agree. I agree.
0: You know, because it, it hurt. It was, it, I always felt that it um obstructed my
1: vision. Yep. Yep. You, dude, you can't see, you can barely see anything with those things on. <laughs> you
0: know, and I, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, you
1: know, I was
0: just lucky that the guys took it easy on me because there were a lot of like, um, uh, older guys there. I think I oh, was, yeah, oh, I think yeah. I was in my, um, early 30s. And the guys they were probably like in their late twenties. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They were, they were doing amateur uh amateur boxing, like golden gloves and stuff like that. But yeah, man, it was not it was not easy <laughs> going against those guys. So how many hours a day do you train now? You train like four hours a day? Like what's your schedule? Um,
1: so I usually do like two, three days, maybe uh depending on if I'm like lifting or not. Right now I'm lifting a lot, so uh I do like three days, so I'll do like um, boxing two times, two three times a week, and then um, I'll do a wrestling practice every day, mm-hmm. and then uh, I'll do jiu jitsu two times a week, and then uh, every day I have a wrestling practice. So, and then and I'll. Huh? Sorry. Oh, Keep you're going. good. Keep going. And then I I'll lift I'll lift if I uh if I'm not like during, if I'm not fighting, I'll I'll, uh, go through a lifting session.
0: Okay. And what about any like Thai boxing?
1: Oh yeah, I do Muay Thai and stuff like that too. I just, I kind of put all my striking together. It's not like just boxing or like Muay Thai or that. Um, me and Adam, Adam Meredith, me and Adam Meredith is my striking coach. So, uh, he'll like, we do like a bunch of pad work with like kicks and boxing and just all all sorts of different striking. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's not like a certain set thing. You know, what I mean like yeah. uh one day one day we'll just work on our hands and then the other day we'll add some kicks and stuff, you know.
0: So you mix it up every day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All okay,
0: right, cool. Now, like in MMA, is there any guys that you like? Kind of like aspire to be like? Well, um, in particular a professional fighter.
1: I like, um, I like T.J. Dillashaw's kind of. I like his style of fighting. Oh, yeah. I don't necessarily like him. I like his style though.
0: Okay, so when you fight, do you have your hands down like him, or no? Uh...
1: No, no. I just like how he, how he, his foot, his uh, feet work, and how he moves. Not that's like like not like how low his hands are, but more I'm looking like at his feet and how he's getting angles and stuff like that.
0: Okay, and then you you try to incorporate a lot of footwork in your in your training.
1: Um yeah, uh we do a lot of ladder drills and stuff, but uh, a lot. Of, I mean I jump rope every day, but um yeah, just a lot of movement, getting angles, uh cutting off, basically trying to get behind, beat the. Uh, beat his shoulder and get behind him.
0: And then, like, do you have wrestling mats in your house?
1: Oh, uh, I used to when I was a kid. I don't anymore.
0: Yeah, because I figured, if, you know, with your dad and everything, you probably yeah. A, we used, to, we,
1: with the mats we used it. to put them in the living room when I was a kid, and then we'd have my friend come over and we'd uh, have wrestling practice all weekend. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's great.
0: Now, when you're in jiu-jitsu, do you tear people up? Because I could just imagine, like, with your wrestling background, and
1: we got a good jiu-jitsu gym. So I mean, it's those guys are good. So I don't really, I mean, they kind of surprised me when I first came in there. So uh, I mean, they they there's some that kill me. So I mean, like. <laughs> Yeah, they got we got a good we got a really good jiu-jitsu gym. So
0: and it's all in one place though, right? At uh Charles MMA. It's the same, yeah, it's awesome. the same place, right?
1: Yep. but uh we uh the uh, our affiliate is um uh, Rodrigo Vaghi, who's uh Hicks and Gracie black belt. Uh, so. Is he, is he the, uh Thinking of someone else.
0: There's another uh, Rodrigo,
1: right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I heard of
0: him. i thinking of some other guy because I, I, I'm trying to think who was, was like a big, I think he was um, Frank Mears, uh jitsu guy. I can't think of the guy's name. That's anyway. yeah. so, cool.
1: Yeah, he was Hickson's. Uh, sec first or second black belt? I can't remember.
0: Uh, so he's off the he's off the he's exactly off the boat from Brazil, then, yep. right? Oh yeah, up. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you probably got like, and he's over there. I'm surprised he's not in like California or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's right here.
0: Because <laughs> a lot of those guys went over to California.
1: Yep. Except for, oh uh, yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah. There's a lot of jujitsu guys in Cali. Yeah, it's big over there. It's huge.
0: Yeah. Now, when you
1: get go out to fight, do you get nervous
0: right before or now?
1: Um. Yeah, I get nerves. Um. It's weird. I. I mean, I got um. I got. I. I used. I didn't really get nervous like. When I wrestled, I mean, like the first. Four years of wrestling, I got nervous, but like after a certain point, I was just like, I'm. This is just another match. It's like practice, but um, fighting, I get a little more nervous just because it's a little more intense. I mean, I'm we're throw like throwing fists and shins and knees and stuff. So, uh, I mean, I'm thinking about uh, stuff like that. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just prepare. Really, just going inside myself and preparing myself mentally. And uh realizing it's just another fight and that um I have to go out there and do what I do.
0: Yeah. Now when when you get nervous, is it right before you go out or is it like the we week of the man?
1: Oh uh, no, it'll be um so I'll get nervous probably maybe like an hour before I go out there but right when I'm about to step in the cage I feel good I don't really feel anything I'm I'm pretty much ready to go I think that's when like I realize like I can't do anything about it anymore I'm already here so (laughs) yeah I think that's common a
0: lot of from what I hear it's like usually like like an hour yeah or you know, or, or a week of and so forth. Yeah, it's
1: you not. Yeah, yeah, everyone's got to deal with those, though. They're, uh, I mean, everyone's got nerves. Yeah, yeah. It's just how you deal with them. Exactly. And I like that, uh, you ever, I think the guy's name is
0: Joe Worley. I think I'm saying his name right like from Bellator. You ever see him?
1: I heard of that name. I have not seen them fight, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what does he call himself? The world's dangerous man, or something. He's got a tough mental uh, outlook.
1: Yeah.
0: I um, Like he really psychs himself out, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have to look him up. I haven't, I haven't seen him fight yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, like he starts smacking himself in the face when he starts walking out.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah right. is he a wrestler? Oh yeah.
0: Correction, his name is Joe Joe Warren. Yeah, he's a wrestler, dude. He's okay. uh,
1: won, um He sounds like one slapping himself. the in.
0: world cha- He's a world championships. Um, uh, I think he run in freestyle. We know he never did freestyle. That's like one of his things. And he's like a Pan Am champ. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He, he, silver oh, medal at the uh, World Cup. But yeah, okay. dude. Got like a.
1: You yeah, he's watch a this
0: guy on YouTube, dude. He, like, gets himself so, like, mentally prepared.
1: <laughs>
0: and he walks out to the ring. is like, I'm the most dangerous man the planet. Like, you see him, you Holy hear God. it, but you see the lips move because that's what he calls himself, the most
1: dangerous yeah. man
0: And he just talks, talks while he's getting ready to walk out into the that's, ring. He won awesome. um, the title, I think, two or three times. Like, he won it, then lost, and then he won it back again. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very
1: good. He's
0: legit, Yeah, you know, yeah. he's very good. Um, I haven't seen him fighting well. Yeah, he won the the featherweight and the baton weight and he won two tournaments. Oh, Bellator so have it. And... Yeah, when he had the Bellator tournament session. Now let me. Yeah. Now. I know they have at the Pro Circle with the PFL, you know, in both. Or does, do they have any amateur versions of uh,
1: tournaments for MMA? Um, I'm sure. I haven't heard of any, but I'm sure they have. I'm sure they do. Yeah, um,
0: that would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, those would be cool. I know yeah. they have, like, a amateur uh, world championships or something. I can't remember. Uh, uh, someone was talking to me about it. Uh, they they have like uh four guys at, at each weight and uh the top guy gets to choose like where he wa- wants to fight at like what country like what country he wants to go to to fight in yeah. uh like overseas like say there's like a MMA tournament in like Cuba he could go to that or whatever yeah, yeah it's like a uh it's a crazy circuit I, uh, that'd be cool yeah i can't remember worlds. who told me about it It was crazy though yeah you should
0: take advantage of that stuff man because they didn't get to travel right. the world you know
1: oh yeah for sure that'd be awesome i've always wanted to go like overseas and stuff so yeah
0: and then they do they have muay thai tournaments
1: <clears throat> yeah yeah those those are everywhere you know
0: i think what they do is they um, they change the amount of rounds or or time limit, so it's a little less. because you're fighting, you know, a couple of times over a weekend. My my cousin did one of those. Long ago. Actually, been a couple of years ago. Have you ever thought about doing a tie fight or no?
1: Um. Yeah, I, I'm looking to get into some of those and kickboxing, so I need to get a couple of those underneath me. Yeah, wow, man, you, you guys are like,
0: you guys are all over the place with the
1: combat. Yeah, we'll do everything.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. Now, how long do you prepare yourself? I mean, I know you're training every day, but do you change your training up when you get close to the fight?
1: Mm-hmm. Like I'll, go do, a bit, or? Um, I'll go a little bit harder, um, probably about a couple months out, and then um, I'll Take back the week of. That's when I start slowing down, and uh, kind of just keep maintaining my uh, conditioning and everything.
0: Yeah, do you do anything for uh, muscle recovery?
1: Um, I mean, just pr- if I have to, I'll, I'll ice bath, but um, I really don't really like like doing that stuff. Uh Just because it sucks. Uh, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, usually just ice bath and nutrition, eating right.
0: Do you take any nutritional supplements or amino acids?
1: Um, no, I do not. I uh, used to like a, a long time ago, not or like a couple years ago. Did
0: you find any of them beneficial at all or not?
1: Not really, I didn't see any results with them.
0: Yeah. That's a lot that I think too. Sometimes I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't. I
0: mean, that's all like
1: a myth. Yeah, I don't. I I mean, I was try, I was using them to try to like gain weight, recover, all kinds of stuff like that, so I could like lift more and stuff like that, just so I could get bigger. But I mean, it didn't really do anything.
0: Now, when you lift, do you do like do you do like uh, workouts that encompass the whole body? Or you do
1: body parts? Yeah, I do body parts. parts. You
0: you do like individual body parts? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I do that to uh, mainly get bigger, just like isolation and stuff. Um, Doing shorter reps and longer sets, just or shorter reps, more sets. And uh, I do that to get bigger. But if I want to like do muscle conditioning, I do. uh like long like a lot of reps like probably over fifty and like lighter weight, and then uh I have shorter rest time, and that usually gets uh or conditions my muscles, so they don't get like tired when I'm like fighting or wrestling, and uh you you know like the feeling when your arms get like blown, they're like blood's rushing to your uh to your hands and stuff, and you're yep. yeah yeah. They're really tight. Uh, that – when I do, like, 50s – when I do the 50s of, uh, like, whatever, like curls, bench press, that just – it stops the blood from flowing so much. Or it stops the blood from tightening. I don't know how you put it. Like, my, it starts – it stops my arms from blowing up, shooting up, and getting tight so I don't get tired when I uh, fight or wrestle. Because most most people think it's, like, your lungs that are, like, uh, going out when you're, like, tired and, like, about to give up. But it's usually your body shutting down, like, your arms are getting tight, your legs are getting tight, you're feeling heavy, you're starting to feel, like, uh, a lot of weight coming down, like, you can't move. And that just kind of, like, for me, it helps, uh, it helps me. Be able to use my muscles longer. Oh,
0: and you cut a lot of weight for
1: your yes. fights. Um, not really. I right now I've just been doing like I think twenty, fifteen, twenty pounds. Nothing too serious. All
0: right. I do. Do you do a lot of running?
1: Oh yeah, I like. I actually I uh I like to run a lot. Uh, I do like. Probably, I mean, this summer I did like three miles every day. Okay. Yeah. Not that bad. No, nothing, nothing too big.
0: Now, out of all your fights like that you've had so far, is there any particular fight that meant a lot to you?
1: Um, no. I mean, probably my first one, just because it was uh, my first time going out there, so it was kind of different it felt a lot different anxiety was different and it um it just felt different than wrestling you know wow
0: what were your thoughts on your first fight
1: um i mean um i did pretty good uh i would have liked to keep kept it on the feet a little longer just and been out there a little longer but uh i choked him out and like 30 seconds or something. I can't remember. But, wow. 30 yeah. 30 seconds? Yes. Yep.
0: What did you do? Knock him out?
1: Uh, I choked him out. And then the second one, I knocked him out. Wow. Yeah.
0: Damn. Man, when you when you grapple, is there, like, particular moves that you like? like from uh, What's your favorite submission?
1: Uh... My favorite submission, probably, uh, I don't know right now. I like uh, Darces and Gil King's. Um, I I like a lot of chokes. Yeah, I like chokes.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, it kind of finalizes everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel.
0: (laughs) Right? can't tap from a choke. I mean, you can but. Guys, if he doesn't tap, he doesn't get up. So, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's like one of my, I would say I was always like, a, in, you know, favorite chokes over arm bars for leg locks.
1: <laughs>
0: I just love choking people. Like
1: it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. You feel their so body- you it, say it again. You feel their body like sh- uh, shutting down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now, do you have any um, fights scheduled in the near future?:
1: Um, not yet. I'm uh, working on that right now. I'm trying to get some boxing matches right now.
0: Are they going to be like single matches, or is it going to be a tournament for the boxing?
1: Um, i I'm probably single matches right now. I'll like, do some
0: like a smoker?
1: Yep, yeah, I'll do, or I'll, I'll do some tournaments uh, later later in the year
0: ah okay now do you are you currently sponsored by anybody
1: or um I got a couple but uh yeah i mean i got just pretty much using like my dad's sponsors and using our company like bull train I'm not really not really too n- nothing too big right now.
0: Uh, do you want to like mention him at all, or well, you're on the podcast uh, yeah? I or can that? just
1: I can mention one right now because they're they're paying me. But uh, Lord X spine spine and recovery.
0: Oh, okay. A- okay, that's pretty cool.
1: Now, yeah.
0: now, if any of my listeners or potential sponsors or fight promoters wanted to get in contact, how what's the best way to get in contact? You have like a Facebook um, page or a website?
1: Yeah, you can go to bulltrain.com. And that is me and my dad's website. That's for uh, all our camps and uh, um, all our clubs. Uh, that's because we run like a, a club in Missouri. So we do like four locations. You can reach my dad at sammygoldgmail.com at or me at five jacks j-a-c-k-s five at gmail.com
0: uh, okay okay that's good to know now whatchamacallit you <clears throat> so you, you're gonna get a hopefully a boxing match yes sir be pretty soon and then hopefully you get a couple more amateur MMA fights and then you'll be good to go and then hopefully we'll have you the next time we have you on our show you'll be pro right
1: Yes, sir. That's the plan.
0: All right, man. Best of luck to you. It was a pleasure having you on the show, and then uh, we look forward to hearing more from you in the near future. Everybody, this is a, a Jackson Henson. Look out for his kid. He's a force to be reckoned with, and um, I wish him the best of luck. And we'll be back after this short break. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hey everyone, I just want to make another announcement that October 1st, Tuesday, October 1st, you can meet me, Mark the Shark Retorto, and my daughter a local library located at 144 Woodfield Road in Washington Township, New Jersey. Uh, the zip code, if you try to add it into Google Maps, 07676. On Tuesday, October 1st, starting at 6.30 p.m., my daughter and I will be doing a book signing. where you can, We'll be doing a meet and greet. You get to meet us and learn how we go about writing our books, as well as autograph them. So come check it out. October 1st, Tuesday, October 1st, starting at 6.30 p.m. until it closes. Again, we'll be at 144 Woodfield Road in the township of Washington, New Jersey. The zip code is 076, 07676. Sorry. Check it out. Hopefully we see you there. you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmmashow.com where we show t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website, Sign up, take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA, and have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week, worldwide, from everywhere. Check it out, www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Hi everyone, we're back on the show, and I just wanted to give a quick shout out to two particular podcasts. One is called the One Five Podcast and the Darren Palmer Podcast, also known as self-publish, in 30 days. They can both be found on iTunes. The One Five Cast is also found on Stitcher and Anchor. His the link to his podcast is anchor.fm slash one five cast. Me and my daughter were both interviewed on their podcast. This past week, please check it out. You'll learn a little bit about us and about our new books that we have out, including my daughter's new book called A Little Bit Louder, which should be published hopefully within the next two months. Again, check it out. It's the 1-5-Cast podcast and Darren Palmer's podcast called Self-Publish in 30 Days. Again, I will leave a link to these particular episodes in the description of this particular podcast episode hey fans here at podcast city network we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets podcastcity.net facebook.com slash podcast city network hit that thumbs up you can send a tweet to podcast city network on twitter at podcast city net only on podcast city network from a little bit of everything with me podcast and you're listening to mark the shark mma show and don't forget to like subscribe and rate to his podcast for more amazing episodes are you looking for your next action thriller novel check out the cabal the saga begins You can find it on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com or www.RitortoFamilyBooks.com That's R-I-T-O-R-T-O FamilyBooks.com Again, check out the next great action thriller suspense mood book called The Cabal. The saga begins. Hi, this is Mark the Shark Retorto. This is a message to all the parents out there. Are you looking for an inspirational book for your child to read? Well, check out a book written by a child, an 11-year-old little girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has two books. One is called Invisible Girl, and one is called I Am a Survivor. Both inspirational books written by a child for a child. You can find them at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, as well as her website, www com. Again, it's R I T O R T L. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark Retorto, sending a message to all the fans out there. Have you enjoyed this podcast? Please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar four ninety nine or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money to this podcast, go to www. Again, that's www. show. dot